Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, daily podcast where we analyze the movie Back to the Future Part 2, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Bojo. I'm Scott Crow. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm Nick Jimenez in the news. And today we are going back <laughs> to minute 20. What? Why did you try to, to identity thief me? I don't know. Uh, it just it just it messed threw me off. I wasn't used to you doing it. No, you're not used to me nah. coming up with a fake name. <laughs> um. So uh, today we're going back to minute twenty, which begins with Griff's gang barreling toward Marty on hoverboards of their own, and ends. <laughs> it ends beautiful ends with Whitey shouting, Unless you've got power And just Thomas of Wilson just just giving it his all. I don't I don't know how you can both smile and scowl at the same time, but yeah, Tom, he looks so Thomas of Wilson has figured it out. It's amazing. He looks demented, honestly. Yeah, he does. It's great. It's pretty he's, fantastic. He's, he's so great. He makes it all work. <laughs> he does. He does. Um so yeah, so they come toward him and they're gonna they're gonna meet him. He's going up he's going up uh like a bunch of rocks or something, and then uh he drops down and would drop down right in front of him, but sure. luckily a hover jeep is landing, and so he he grabs the hover jeep just like I just I just imagine I really just wanted somebody to be driving the Jeep wearing a Mountain Dew helmet. Like or a something. Mountain, like a Mountain Dew perfect hat. Yeah, Mountain Dew Mountain Dew perfect visor, you know, something <laughs> futuristic. Uh-huh. <laughs> or something that this movie's idea of futuristic. Sure. Is. Um but yeah, I, I definitely I I wish that had been a thing. Like that would have been <laughs> awesome. <laughs> like what a what a dumb great callback that would have been. <laughs> It's just stupid. It's just a, a nothing joke that like yeah. five people would get. It would make me so happy, especially if it was like the same actor somehow. Oh god, that would be great. Oh, oh man, I would love everything about that. Um, yeah. So he does. Uh, he does his move, but this time on the hoverboard. Yeah, they all uh, like. Well, yeah, he doesn't. He he kind of a, he introduces a new a new McFly move to the mix, though. Right. The yeah. old bat dodge. He's uh well for the first time ever he's including uh vertical space because of the hoverboard. Maybe this is what Marty needed. Vertical space? No, like he was just getting stagnant in his like a- escaping method, you know? Oh okay. this hoverboard thing, it's I thought, like I thought it was a short joke. No, no, not at all. <laughs> that, this time no. <laughs> Um, so I think one of my favorite lines in the sequels yes. is, is old Biff saying something very familiar about all this. <laughs> yeah, it It is, it is very much like the, the winkiest that the movie gets. Oh, it's good though. It's really good. Um, it's really good. I, I, I love that about it. Uh, as he, as, so as Marty comes swinging around. Mm-hmm. And uh, he hoverboards off of the crowd. Yes, which is which great. I, I wonder what that feels like. Like if you're in the crowd that gets hovered off of. You ever, you ever stood like, really close to a fan? You think it's, that's what it is? That's what I imagine it feels like. 
I, 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 for some reason, I feel like it would, it would feel kind of like cancery. It would feel, I feel like it would, it would feel like, like, you know, when you take two magnets and they push off of each other, I, I think you would feel like the magnet, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What if you were just blinded on impact? <laughs> he's blinded all of those people. He just blinded like six people. Way more than that. He oh, he. Yeah. yeah, that was like that was like two dozen people standing yeah. on the corner. Like why? Like all these pedestrians standing <laughs> in the corner. Um, Who'd have a point of hoverboard at the human eye? <laughs> and then uh, and then Griff swings the bat. Yes, at Marty. Yes. Which Marty barely dodges, the and then for s- for some reason, we get like our biggest music crescendo of the entire movie so far. Yes, just like the biggest he- here pump, fist pump hero music. And I was like, wait, he just he just dodged a bat. Like, are we really that proud of him? Like, <laughs> well, th- that kind of lends credence to something I said back in volume one of the show, which is like it. I think in these scenes. The music is what's playing in Marty's head, because it's because it's like that's kind of how you would feel if you did something. If you did the McFly maneuver, it would be the coolest thing you'd ever done. You know, right? That makes sense. Like for Indiana Jones, it's like, oh, I kicked that Nazi into a tank. But for Marty McFly, it's like I dodged the bat. Yeah, yeah. But then he dodges and he he immediately goes into the water. Yes. Um, which, you know, hoverboards don't work on water. Unless, unless. Yeah. Unless power. you got that one. Um, uh, I didn't notice this, but uh, it looks like Whitey is wearing a balloon animal crown on his head. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is. It's pretty great. And he also has, uh, his pants have like Japanese, I assume. I don't know. Uh, symbols. <laughs> I whoever put them on his clothes, I doubt they knew. Let's be okay. totally honest. That makes me feel better. They probably were just like Asian stuff on his pants. Yeah, I said Asian stuff, and I typed it into a computer, forgetting that they shot this <laughs> in 1989, and there was no internet. Yeah, Bob, just go ahead and Google Asian stuff. All right, Bob. <laughs> Whatever you want. Oh man. Put it all over his pants. Yeah. So so I do like I really like that hoverboards don't work on water. Yeah, it's 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 such a it, it it there's something so human about that. Yeah, I mean the thing about it is um I I, I like that it doesn't work on water from a practical standpoint. Mm-hmm. Because the practical standpoint is that like it needs the hoverboard doesn't move by itself. It no. needs uh, uh, propulsion, so it needs you to propel yourself off the ground with your other foot, just like a skateboard, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're on water, there's no way to propel yourself forward unless you've got power, and uh, and so so you can't go anywhere. My issue though with it is the sound design of the moment. It's as if some no one told the sound designers that that is the reason why hoverboards don't work on water because they put in this weird sound effect where it sounds like 
like the like the like the hover <laughs> conversion is like yeah, it's like struggling to work. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it, is that just what it sounds like when it sounds it's like the engine stalling, sitting still? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like the engine stalling exactly. And it, and it's like that's not the reason it doesn't work on water. Because if that was the reason, then why doesn't why isn't he just falling into the water? Mom. Yeah, it doesn't work. And that's the reason why you need power because you need a propulsion no, system. Yeah, I know it, it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I just I really don't like the engine warping noise. Bad sound design for for the world building that they're uh, they're giving us here. It's good world building. I I like how well this stuff like like the the logic of this stuff checks out. Yeah, I mean you know like like I keep saying I think I think there's a real reason that this stuff is what is aged the best in the entire movie. And you know, like I, I, I spent all to I spent all this morning watching uh that like feature length documentary about the Force Awakens that's on like the Blu-ray. Oh, it's good, right? Yeah, yeah. And just like the footage of them, you know, you see the guy in the green screen, like, you know, pushing BB eight yeah. in front of like a Yeah, and like the tactility of that and BB-8 the visceral... push mower. He's a push mower. He's a push mower. In like with these hoverboards, you feel like you can hold it. Like it's uh-huh. it just it, it feels real, and its shortcomings are also real. Like you know when you see BB-8 going down a flight of steps, one step at a time. It. <laughs> <laughs> you mean my favorite moment in that entire movie? Yes, it's beautiful because it it's like oh you relate you almost relate to this thing, and it's yeah. like you can relate to a world where you know hoverboards don't work on water, right? Because it sounds like a thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it totally sounds like a thing. So, uh, Bojo. Sure. <laughs> Bojo is, uh, is a thing. Um, Bojo is actually in the Urban Dictionary. Oh, okay, please. Uh, and it is, it is, it says, <laughs> I don't know where this is coming from. I'm gonna credit. I'm actually going to credit the person who it says this is top definition on Urban Dictionary. We'll go through all of the definitions because okay. there's several, and I, I think it's going to be interesting. So, the top definition of bojo is bone jockey. Okay. Will will future future tense bone jockey will become a widely popular insult around 2014 then be shortened to bojo <laughs> in 2015 so it's short for bone jockey bone jockey you bone jockey is that like, is that a gay thing bone jockey yeah like one who one who like jockeys off of bones oh Maybe. I didn't think about it like that. That's, huh. (laughs) Weird. Um, Then the the second definition of Bojo on Urban Dictionary. Someone who is stupid or does something stupid. (laughs) I.e. Dad. (laughs) I.e. Using a hoverboard on water. (laughs) You Bojo. You Bojo. <laughs> Bojo is so much better than like Bozo. Yeah. 
Get out the truck, you bojo. Uh, so this is this one's interesting. Now we're getting into. I guess bojo is a real word. Okay, so okay, so in this this one, bojo is a bicycle, specifically a public access bicycle sponsored by Barclays Bank in London. It is mainly blue and has inadequate panniers. In December 2010, Bojos became available for casual use. They take their name from Boris Johnson, mayor of London, when they were introduced and an advocate of cycling generally. So it's like a city bike. It's a city bike. Yeah, a city bike. The sentence is, there's a Bojo rack around the back of the Bank of England. Well, now I know what a city bike in England is called. It's called a Bojo. <laughs> I like that it is called Bojo for the same reason that a Howard Johnson is called a Hojo. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, so so people, the, Bojo is also just a slang name for the London mayor, Boris Johnson. <laughs> they call him Bojo. Yeah. Bojo. Uh, French vernacular, short for bonjour. Bonjour. Bojo. 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 A magical monkey with white fur. They swear, hit, and bite. They also come in many forms. Where does that come from? That's not a real thing. If a bojo comes at you, they could be in any form. Where does it cite the resource? You could also change it to whatever you want. I don't, I don't, uh, I don't think, I don't think there's a, uh. A monkey. Yeah, called well, a bojo. I, just, I, I, I just don't think it's um I don't think that this uh I don't think this site is uh sourced, is what I'm saying. <laughs> no. There's um, a reason that we weren't allowed to use uh Urban Dictionary in any of our undergrad essays, Scott. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Uh slang term applied to students at Bob Jones University. Hey man, hooked up with that girl the other day. Turns out her and her friends were all oh. bojos. Well, yeah, yeah, they're all, uh, it's an ultra-Christian conservative college in South Carolina. Oh, man, she was a total bojo. So the uh, the sample sentence is, I saw a bojo buying porn. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a bojo buying porn. Like at a store. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> so this word has zero power or meaning. He <laughs> basically you can mean yeah. anything. Basically, oh man, yeah. I mean, I want to use it. Um, my uh, I, I go through phases. I went through a phase uh, where I started calling people chonch. Uh huh. I was like, ah, like I said, chonch. Because I just heard someone say it once, and it sounded it's so satisfying. And I think bojo is similarly like phonetically satisfying. It is very satisfying. Bojo. It's Bojo off go. my set. Bojo. <laughs> who, who brought this Bojo on my set? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's great. It's really good. Um, so, Paradox Draft. Yes. Um, so, right off the bat... Uh, Biff said it starts with Biff saying there's something familiar about all this. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. And then Gr- Griff and the guys go into Gr- Griff's BMW. 
Sure. Yeah, and in this script, Spike is a guy because they're all guys. There's no okay. uh, female. They pull out four hoverboards. Yeah, totally. Uh, pull out four hoverboards. Wicked looking models that look a whole lot faster than Marty's. <laughs> uh, and Marty is uh, he quits gloating and gets moving. Um, and then he continues over the water, but the board slows and stops because it doesn't work on water. And then Hack shouts, McFly, you bojo. (laughs) (laughs) Those boards don't work on water unless you've got power. So that's all that Hack says the entire line. Sure. Um, but, uh, that's it. That's the only, uh, that's the only difference. I'm I'm interested to I would love to ask uh Bobby G what what use of Bojo he was implementing. Yeah. Totally. Cuz like did he even did, in his mind was it just like a funny future word or was he was like no, Bojo, you know. Yeah. I I imagine it was just that in my mind I always saw it as there's Bozo the Clown. You call people Bozo. And so he was like, Bozo, but let's change it a little bit. Put a J instead of a Z. Yeah. Now it's Bozo. Boco sounds like a drink. Yeah. Boco. <laughs> or Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. Yeah, Bobo. Well, Bobo is also, well, Bobo is a bear. Everyone knows yeah. that. That's true. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Um, <clears throat> so. The 67 draft. Here we go. Bring it on. All right. So uh, we return to Doc, mm-hmm. who is flying the DeLorean over a futuristic industrial park. Okay. And descends into Doc's garage. Okay. It's the same garage. It is unchanged in the midst of the new development. <laughs> so it's like that one house that doesn't change. Right. Okay. It's like uh it's like up. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Is the uh, story by a Burger King? It doesn't say. Okay. The doors open automatically and the DeLorean drives in. The DeLorean parks next to a futuristic van that says Dr. E. Brown Enterprises 24-hour scientific service. Okay. The lab is Doc's usual eclectic mess, but there are a lot of appliances, tools, and equipment of the future. So apparently in this draft, Doc hung out in 2015 for a long time. He stuck around. Yeah, he stuck around. He's been in the scene Um, for a while. Well, Doc Brown uh, leaps out with uh, the clothes that he's got. And he says, Einstein, I need your help. Einstein. Einstein. Doc runs to his faithful dog who sits calmly in front of future tv watching a used car commercial featuring used autos from earlier in the 21st century hosted by kurt russell doc says to to einstein his dog to einstein who is a dog (laughs) we have to find marty and jennifer i know you (laughs) can do it i know you can do it you're part bloodhound i'm sure you don't remember your grandpa but he was a bloodhound, a good one. Someday, I'll take you back in time to meet him. Smell these clothes. <laughs> Someday, I'll take you back 
to be your grandpa. The dog will have zero idea. <laughs> Smell <laughs> these clothes. Smell these clothes. Because you're part bloodhound. to pick up Marty's scent. <laughs> the dog puts Marty's clothes in front of Einstein and the dog sniffs them. I like, how, I like how Einstein has to be like coerced. Yeah. Doc do this. around and finds a Ronco Aroma Amplifier, which consists of a funnel connected to an electronic box and a hose that runs out the other side and attaches to the nose. Okay. Doc says, I knew this would come in handy someday. (laughs) 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 Amazing. Um, Oh, man. Uh, And then we cut back to (laughs) near the alley where Marty is shoving the red bookstore bag in his jacket, then turns the corner, expecting to see Doc, Jen, and the DeLorean. But they're gone. So he runs out of the alley and he goes to the town square and he's sort of wandering around looking for them. And then near the pond, Griff and the boys notice him. Spike says, hey, Griff, isn't that, uh, Griff says, yeah, goes out and gets new clothes and a new haircut when he's supposed to be doing my homework. Whitey says, funny, he looks shorter to me somehow. (laughs) And Griff says, hey, McFly, get over here now or I'll rip you in two. Marty looks over and sees the gang and then runs like hell in the other direction. Griff says, let's get him, guys. (laughs) And then... Marty dashes around a corner, past the side of a building, uh, and in uh, a, a fire door that says exit only. The door opens, an elderly couple come out, and then Marty darts inside. Now Griff and the, boy, the boys, they come running in pursuit, and they go right past it. You know, the old, that old gag. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, so yeah, we'll, uh, we'll leave it there, because what's on the other side of the door is a really good cliffhanger for next week. Man. Yeah. Oh, wait there's, Wait till you hear what's on the other side of the door, my friend. There's just so much to unpack. So Einstein's <laughs> grandfather was a, was a bloodhound. Yeah. So that means that Doc doesn't just rescue these dogs at random. He breeds them. There's a bloodline. He breeds them. And he and he doesn't breed them like it's not like he doesn't breed these dogs to be competitive. Well, well, like to be to have a pedigree. Oh, because, sure, yeah. You know, because because he says you're part bloodhound. Your grandfather was a bloodhound. <laughs> so he's just like, yeah, and, like whatever dog like you want to mate with. Like I'll just pick <laughs> that pup. Like I don't care. It's fine. I'll just adopt that one after you die. Yeah, non-discriminatory. Whatever it is. Yeah. Because, like, I mean, you know, but look at But it's weird Einstein. because it's like, but it's like, okay, so Einstein's grandfather. Yes. Okay. So, so before Copernicus. Is that what it is? Well, Copernicus wasn't a bloodhound. No, Copernicus was something else. He was another kind of, they've all been mutts. So was it, was it Copernicus or was it... The dog after Copernicus, but before Einstein. Yeah, did he just get Einstein? No, but Einstein's like an adult dog. Yeah. 
This is the but ravings of a lunatic. But in '85, or 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 the other option, which is the darkest of all options, <laughs> Doc has been in 2015 in in the future for so long. The Einstein we knew in the original movie is dead, and this is a new Einstein. Oh, he he just like he, it's retro. Yeah, that he named this. But like maybe this one just is a bloodhound. Ah, maybe Einstein. Maybe all to to him. Maybe all that's dogs. Why he was referring to all of all of these all of these this dog heritage because Bobby G was like, well. Einstein wasn't a bloodhound, so we got to make this make sense somehow. So we'll get a bloodhound and we'll say that it's Einstein's grandson. Named Einstein. Other Einstein. Better Einstein. Yeah. yeah. I like the idea that to, to dock all dogs are either named Copernicus or Einstein. I do like that. I do like that. Although at some point, you know he named a dog Edison. Sure. Of how much he likes Edison or Marty or Marty. <laughs> I mean, if you, I, I think if I was Marty and he named one of his dogs Marty, I'd be like, oh, okay. I mean, you name your dog Marty, but you name your kids Jules and Vern. <laughs> All right, I see how it is. Yeah. Oh, I'm just the dog. I'm just the dog. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. I hope I hope 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 Jules and Vern's middle name are both Marty. Oh, that'd be great. Jules, Jules Martin, Marty Vern. Brown, Vern, Jules Marty Brass, <laughs> Vern Martin Brown. That's actually a good name, Vern Martin Brown. Jules Martin Brown. That's even Jules better. Mar- Jules Martin Park. Jules Mar- Martin Brown sounds like a like an author. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. I like it. I'm into it. Well, or maybe a, uh, what if they have a daughter and then name her Marty? I think Marty is a cool name for a girl. What would it be short for? Nothing. Like Marty with an I? Yeah. Like Marty yeah. Noxon. Oh, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, like totally. Marty Noxon. <laughs> yeah, totally. Laura. <laughs> uh, created unreal. Doc's, Doc's, a, Doc's a big uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer fan. Yes. Um, no, 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 no. quietly he quietly hums the theme song to himself (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah that's all I got that's all I got for this minute it's been a good week yeah it's been a really good week I hope everyone's enjoying the 1967 draft I find fascinating and I like sharing it (laughs) Let us know what your thoughts have been about the Paradox draft and the 1967 draft. Yeah. Yeah, I want to know all about it. So uh, we are gone for the weekend. Uh, you're going to – we'll be back on Monday. We could have – we could be coming back sooner if you go to duelinggenre.com slash support and support us on Patreon. Uh, we If we get up to our goal of $250 – uh, raised every month. Uh, we will begin recording Back to the Future Minute, No Roads Edition. Uh, sort of a, a weekend, no holds bar, no roads. See, like we, we go off road. Yeah. 
So, so yeah, it's just a random back to the future sort of uh, random thoughts and, and things like that from Nick and I on the weekend. Uh, so if that's something that you would like to hear, then go support us at uh, duelinggenre.com slash support. Uh, and if you want to check out the other podcasts that we do to see if you want – uh, to see to see what else you'd be helping if you uh, if you supported us on Patreon, go to duelinggenre.com and check out our other podcast, The Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast. It's quite a bit like this show. Uh, it's just longer and only comes out once a week. And about uh, and, Who. and and about Doctor Who and has Cassandra Fredrickson. Other than those things, it's exactly the same. So it's much better. <laughs> uh and then geek by night uh the podcast that we're most proud of geek yes. by night uh which which is our original audio drama podcast also i forgot to mention this and we probably should um we uh, back to the future minute has been nominated for two uh two awards two podcasts oh right yeah that the, thing parsecs um so we're nominated for two parsec awards uh, we're nominated for uh, best. Um, uh, I forget exactly the wording on the on the. Basically, it's like it's like best fan podcast is essentially what it is. It has a very specific wording. And then like best host or something. Be- yeah, best best uh, best podcast ensemble team. Um, so so uh, Back to the Future Minute is is uh, nominated for both of those things, and uh, we kind of need your help. Because we have to put together a sort of like a reel for the podcast to send them for the nomination thing. So what I would like from you guys, our our, our amazing listeners, if you could tell us what you think, what you what are your favorite parts, what your favorite parts of this show have been. Um, and if you can yeah, a guest was, host, a conversation, yeah, or like even just, just an episode or whatever, like just something that I can reference. So I don't have to like go through every episode we've ever recorded. Jeez. Um, so if you, if you, if you think of like particular moments that you think would be good on a reel to win an award, we need two separate reels, one for Nick and I as, uh, an, on- an ensemble team of hosts and one for the show in general as uh, as best fan podcast. So uh, any help that you guys can do to, to to make my life easier when making those reels, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, and we are also nominated for two awards for Geek My Night. Yep. Yes, we are. Best uh, long form audio drama <laughs> and uh, and and best um, audio drama uh, podcasting team. So, yeah. Yeah, so we're 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 we were nominated for for four Parsec awards. It's kind of crazy. Take that, Hamilton. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so yeah, so so I mean that's another reason too to check out Geek by Night if you haven't checked it out. Um it's an award nominated podcast at this point. Uh hopefully, fingers crossed, both of these podcasts will soon to be award winning. Mm-hmm. Pretty sweet. You guys would like that, right? If we went to some cons, won some awards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the thing is, if uh, if that happens, we go to uh, Dragon Con in Atlanta in September um, for the uh, for the award ceremony. It's safe there now. Yeah. 
Um, so we're going to go, uh, we're going to do that. So yeah. So anyway, we'll be back next week, but in the meantime, if you guys could let us know what your favorite parts of the show have been, that'll help me a lot when editing those reels. So thank you very much. And we will, uh, we'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend. Masketeers. Yeah.